afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's time once again for Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do it each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, right here on your favorite streaming site, be that YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, whatever. We're here doing it for you. Good to see you, everybody in the house today. T-Train is here. Good to see you. Tony, how you doing, buddy? Hope, hope everything's going well. Hope you had a good weekend. Scott, how'd your, uh, how'd your weekend go? I know you're... Uh, for, for Homer purposes, uh, I know you and I had pretty good weekends. You're a Dallas guy, and you're a Jets guy. Hell, they won. Both your teams won. And, of course, the Chiefs looked absolutely dominant against the hapless, hapless Pittsburgh Steelers. How'd you do financially? Did yeah, I feel like money? it was a good weekend for us in general. Yeah. Our NFL picks, I think, were solid. Uh, I know that I liked the Jets and the Cowboys in the game uh, this past Sunday. That worked out, but... For my picks, went well. Uh, I almost swept the NFL Sunday card. Unfortunately, I had Nick Foles uh, convert that touchdown pass to Jimmy Graham in the final minute, which killed my team total under. But besides that, still a pretty solid overall NFL Sunday for me. Very you? good. Very good. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Uh, the I'll tell you, the, uh, the teaser in the Seattle game, that was the difference between a winning day and a losing day for me and my clients. I had the... Uh, Two, two, two leg teaser there. Dallas, that was unnecessary, but Seattle minus a half was the other one. Absolute choke job down the stretch against the Bears. Let the Bears, the Bears drive down and beat you at home uh, and convert the two point conversion. Uh, they're dead to me. Fuck them. The Seattle team, not good. T Train says, in 55 years of watching the NFL, I've never seen a Steelers team roll over and play dead. Now I've seen it. That is absolutely an accurate take. That team. They had nothing, Scott, just nothing. They looked uninspired. They looked unprepared. They looked overwhelmed. Just nothing good to say about that Steelers team. I was I was surprised as a Chiefs fan. Obviously, if you watch my play of the day, I had the Steelers plus 10. I thought the Steelers might show them a little something. Of course, the Chiefs without Kelsey, for all intents and purposes, without Hill. Hill caught two passes early for about 10 yards or something, and then he was a non-factor for the rest of the game. And this Pittsburgh team just absolutely uh, no-showed. No-showed. Every time they'd get a little momentum going, just some sort of ridiculous fucking turnover. Um, you know, Ben had a bad one down there. The uh, receiver had one where he just tried to switch arms with the ball, dropped it. Just just horrible. Brad Crawford. I, I had one play in that game. My Christmas play today was the Steelers' first half uh, team total under nine. They didn't score. The Steelers might have have one of the worst first-half offenses I've ever seen. They have scored zero touchdowns in the first half of their last five games combined. Well, and that Chiefs first quarter team, the, the scripted Andy Reid plays as well as good defense in the first quarter, that's been money in the bank for two months. So, uh, yep. yeah, solid. Um, Brad Crawford says, hope you guys had a nice Christmas. Call the teaser police. <laughs> no shit. My only miss on a $100 eight-team teaser was the Patriots plus eight-and-a-half. Uh, pathetic defense. Let Buffalo walk all over them. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, David, the Italian says many bad quarterbacks in professional football. <laughs> yes, there are. Hey, if you wanted to see a bad quarterback, I hope you turned in early to the Nevada Western Michigan game. <laughs> Holy shit. That power forward. They got playing quarterback for Nevada. Scott, 
A small ball center. Quarterback. <laughs> He's a stretch four. Is that what he is? <laughs> I don't know, but Cox can't throw the ball for Nevada. Six, nine. And, of course, his best strength is his ability to run the football. Good God. That was ugly. Uh, we I don't were... remember if we had the over or the under in that one for the for the actual show, but I remember we were all over Western Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I had that as a, I had that as a premium. That was a, that was a wake and rake here this morning. So uh, yeah, very good. Uh, T Train says other thought is, is despite all the picks, May- Mayfield threw the Browns got hosed at the end of their game. Uh, yeah, that was not pretty for Browns fans these days, man. That was. Uh, not not good at all. The Mac is back, says the real Jolly Roger. That's my boy right there. Just because they've lost 19 fucking bowl games in a row. Well, it already no, they already broke the streak. No, I know. Ohio beat North Texas I know. a week ago. I know. It was just, uh, it was funny. Um, and it was agreed. Because, uh, yeah, you you go back in the Mac and bowl games, and it's always a, uh, always a iffy proposition. So... You know, we've kind of been dancing around about it. We've got uh, a few things teed up here for us. How about them Raiders? Who? Uh, it was a good win. It was ugly, but they got the job done. All counts the same. Congratulations, you beat Denver. You guys are ready. <laughs> yeah, you needed to win, you know? That's right. What it is. Okay, fair enough. All right, good enough. Um, let's take a look and see who's, who's doing a little whining on this fine Monday, Scott. Let's find out who our winners and who our whiners were as we... Uh, Start off uh, as we always do, but before we do that, of course, we want you to we want you to like and subscribe. Don't forget to uh, press those buttons there today for us. If you don't like and subscribe, you're all headed to health and safety protocols. So fucking you do it, do it, scary shit. And of course, we want you to listen to our pals uh, Jim Williams and Chris King doing the Just Parlay show right before we come on the air. They do it one thirty p.m. Eastern time each and every day. Good guys over there and. Even more important, good betting information. If you like to play those parlays, check out their show as well. So let's get rolling with today's edition. Let's find out who took it in the shorts, Scott. Who's crying in their beer on this fine Monday in today's edition of Call the Cops? All right, sir. Um, let's start it off. Let's. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be NFL heavy, and we didn't even put. We didn't even put the uh, the teaser from the Seattle game in there, which I thought I thought was a uh, was an absolutely called the cops worthy situation. But uh, we've got it was, but I figured we were going to talk about it during the first five minutes, and we did. You figured so, I'd be you figured I'd be bitching about it for most of the show. Because we both lost on the same play because we I had the team total under for Chicago, okay. so the grand of course you had the two point conversion attachment to it, but we both lost on the jump ball on third and fourteen. Yep. Yep, just just fucking ridiculous. Anywho, let's talk about those Raiders, shall we? If you had the Raiders' first half plus one and a half against those Broncos, they led 7-3 with 33 seconds left. Uh, they let them drive into field goal range. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They uh, they kicked the field goal, Raiders' interception, the first play of the drive, Broncos' touchdown, Raiders trailed 13-7 at halftime. Holy mackerel, that's a... Uh, that's taking it right in the uh, in the chops right there, indeed. As uh, about the, the field goal, and you're fine anyway. Yeah. but it was a 55 yarder, so it wasn't like it was a gimme. Just take a knee. You just need Carr to take a knee. First play of the drive, interception, return to the two yard line. Uh, absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. If you had the Giants and Eagles under 41 and a half at six points in the first half, you had to figure your unders in pretty good shape. 
they were at 23 entering the fourth quarter, so they just put up 17 there in quarter number three. But no defense at all to end the game. 21 points in the fourth quarter. Game landed 44. You had the under in the Eagles-Giants game. So sorry, you got to call the cops. Hey, that was actually you. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, all good. And the last one involved my team, the Jets, but if you had the Jaguars plus two, you were in okay shape because they were trailing. They were down five with 32 seconds left, but they had first and goal at the five-yard line. So you actually had a decent shot to get it done. And then the Jaguars completed a pass on second down at the one-yard line. They spiked the ball on third and goal at the one-yard line and threw an incompletion on fourth down. They lost the game by five. Yeah, I could have been easily available for donkey of the day. How do you spike the ball there? Uh, yeah, There's you, 13 seconds left. You have time to run two more plays. You should have a you You're should good. you should have two more plays ready to go. That's that's just stupid. Just uh, saying, terrib- spiking it on third and goal when you needed one yard, you gave yourself one shot at it instead of two. That was abysmal coaching. Terrible coaching. Terrible coaching indeed. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the good news. Let's talk about the winners out there, not the whiners. Let's talk about the people that were right where you wanted to be, Scott. You know who you are because you were sitting in the rocking chair. So, first one was on the Bengals. If you had them minus seven against the Ravens, they led by 17 points at halftime, and they won by 20. And truth is, you were against a third-string quarterback who did well in garbage time. But when the game actually mattered, Cincinnati scored on basically every drive, and Baltimore did not. There was some domination yesterday, and let's continue in the uh, in the AFC as the Chiefs. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Chiefs minus 10.5 against the Steelers. Led by 23 at halftime. No second-half shenanigans. The Chiefs kind of did their Chiefs thing in the second half, took their foot off the gas a little bit. Didn't matter. The Pittsburgh Steelers couldn't even find the car as the Chiefs ended up winning by 26. We had the Chiefs minus 10.5. You were definitely in the rocking chair there. And another big spread on Sunday Night Football. If you had Dallas minus nine against Washington, can I interest you in a 35-point lead mm. at the half? Mm. 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 And the Cowboys won that game 56-14. to 14. Ugly, ugly. Washington still has a sniff of the playoffs, don't they? The Eagles are technically in the playoffs, so that sums up how bad the NFC actually is. Yeah, well, we at thought, the bottom, we thought that was we thought that was going to be better. Two teams out of that division, uh, I don't think we saw that coming though. And they're not there yet though. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, let's take a look and uh, I'll switch back over to the comment screen here. Cowboys easy winner, yeah, no kidding. Uh, we can hear you fine, uh, you guys. I mentioned that our, uh, our video is fuzzy on air. What? Uh, I have no idea. So I guess, there's nothing we can do about it now anyway, so we'll figure that out after. But all I know is that I said the Cowboys' performance last night might have been the most dominant performance I've seen in a while from a team, just by all three phases, complete murder. But then I remember the Chiefs killed the Raiders by about 92 weeks ago. So I feel like you can make a toss-up argument for either. That was the best game I've ever seen the Cowboys play, and I've been around for about 24 years. Yep. That was complete domination yeah that was absolutely absolutely correct uh nathan cerna there's a that's that's this there let's this is, it's a great dgen question right here scott <laughs> got one college basketball game tonight he wants us to weigh in i don't blame him. uh we looked at that a little bit brown in the cues buddy 
Brown, what can Brown do for you, Scott? Well, they're a mediocre Ivy team, but this year they've actually been okay. Mm -hmm. And Syracuse, we know, has been pretty underwhelming. Uh, of course, they still have the Bayheims because I believe there's two of them on the active roster now instead of one. But it's really tough for me to go with Brown here just because I do think that obviously Syracuse has the better athletes. We know in the Carrier Dome, I'm not even sure what type of crowd they're going to get on a Monday, but it's the only sporting event really on. So I'm assuming you will see a decent crowd in attendance. Syracuse has been, well, let's just be honest, bad. And both these teams have haven't played in about two weeks, but I'm going to go with Syracuse here. I find it interesting. The team that's five and five is a laying nine and a half here. I think it's pretty telling. I'm going to take the orange. Um, I'll stick the old banana in the tailpipe there. Uh, this is a uh, Brown team that's played. I just don't think Brown's played anybody. That's no. kind of the issue I have. Well, they, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've played Colorado. They played Creighton. Um, they played Salvage. Yeah, killed by Creighton, but they played them. They did. What I mean is the wins that they've had or the good performances they've had. Colorado's been underwhelming, so we can talk about Colorado, but we've mentioned them in the past as being an underwhelming team. North Carolina's second game of the year. They shot the lights out. They lost anyway, but I did watch a bit of that game. Creighton, they got buried. I'm not a big fan of the Syracuse team, but I do think they can shoot enough. I like the over, though. I think you'll see points. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I do agree with that. I, I, think, I think this uh, Syracuse zone defense has looked i don't know beatable this year scott i'm trying to remember what brown plays do they play zone or does cornell play zone i think it's cornell that plays zone but all i know is syracuse is giving up roughly 78 points per game so i've seen brown score 87 against north carolina earlier this year are they a great offensive team no are they bad no they're kind of middle of the pack but Syracuse is giving up a lot of points. Both teams can shoot. I like the over. Okay, I'll take the I'll take the over. I'll go the other way. I'll take I'll take Brown. Uh, Syracuse defense is terrible. Yeah, that's what we talked about. They usually lock it down yeah. in that zone. Not good. But uh, too many Bayheims on the court, Scott. That's the problem. For one forty three and a half, I do think that sounds a bit low because I expect one of these teams to get to eighty. Yeah, yeah. I think one of them gets to eighty. I think you're absolutely home free. Dog agrees. Mm -hmm. He likes my dog pick. That's, that's the under the underdogs are barking today, buddy. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. All right, so wow, that covers all of college basketball. <laughs> Scott, any idea when the NFL's when the NHL's coming back? Uh, they're still working on it, but it's supposed to come back within the next couple of days, hopefully. Uh, according to the actual, uh, oh boy, uh, tomorrow apparently. Okay. Got games allegedly scheduled. Allegedly. Allegedly tomorrow. scheduled tomorrow. Allegedly. Uh, you tired of COVID yet? No, we're just getting started. <laughs> I may be driven to lose weight, buddy. Is this fucking shit isn't going away? I, I may be actually driven to lose weight. Is it Scott? Is it weird? I think it's the opposite effect on me because since it's uh, not going away, I'm back to staying in the house all the time, which was what I was already doing. Right. So yeah, I guess I'm just going to be sleeping more. Nathan Cerner says the 28th coming back for hockey. So that would be yep, Manana. Yeah, cool. Back to see the Islanders lose some more games. That's fantastic. Fantastic is what I'm telling you. Uh, what do you think about this game tonight, bud? It's uh, Speaking of COVID, <laughs> holy shit. It's the COVID Bowl tonight as the 
New Orleans Saints and the Miami Dolphins get together down there in the Super Duper Dome. Uh, Saints are the underdogs here. 37 and a half is your total. It's a fucking world gone mad. I'm curious to see uh, how you guys are playing. And drop, me, drop me a comment. Let me know. Let me know who you're on tonight. I do have a... Uh, I've got a premium on the side. I don't have anything on that on that uh, total per se. 37 and a half, Scott. We, uh, we talked about this when we were putting together our bet the farm play for tonight. Um, that's go, that total I know scared you. That 30, 37 and a half. See, that's when, see, that's when you're young. You've never seen 37 and a halfs before. We used to see them all the time. So back in the day. So, uh, T train says, how do you, how do you, how do you, COVID's never going away. I agree. I agree, dude. It's not, it's going to be the fucking, the, at worst, we're going to battle it back to seasonal flu. I agree. Um, T train says, how do you not like Miami tonight? It's a good question. I uh, like Miami, so I I can't really answer that. I guess the only argument you'd have is New Orleans at home, but New Orleans at home has not been as good as New Orleans on the road. So I feel like you can make an argument. Home field matters, but some teams are just better on the road than at home. We saw that with the Cardinals all season long. But New Orleans is seven and seven. They're two and four at the Superdome. So or technically one and four at the Superdome because they won the first game in Jacksonville, which counted as a home game. So they really have not performed well in this uh, stadium this season. They're missing so many guys. We got Ian Book at quarterback, who I never liked in Notre Dame. I know he was decent in his last season. I heard Jake Fromm was okay at Georgia in his last season, too. How'd that go yesterday? When, what, five for 17? He was the fourth stringer for a reason. Yeah. It's because he barely made the roster. Yeah. So do I think he's going to play well no I think that if the Saints want to win this game their defense needs to be great once again and they need Kamara to go nuts that's kind of my main assessment because they don't have many weapons in the passing game anyway Miami isn't a team that's going to wow you but they've quietly won a bunch of games in a row mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm gonna go with Miami I think that they're the better team Tua even if you don't like him he's actually been tolerable this year yep. and he's easily better than Ian Book and Miami's defense is still good they have a good pass rush. I think they'll do well here. Give me Miami. As for the total, it's either over or pass. I ended up taking the first half under as my play of the day. Okay. Just hoping for very, very conservative play calling from Peyton in the early going, which I do think is going to be the script. But it's so low. I, I just can't get around to taking an under 37 or 37 and a half in a full game indoors. I don't have the guts in me. Okay, well, I, I that number doesn't bother me if I like the play, but I got to tell you, you you touched on it briefly. This New Orleans defense at home has been just absolutely dreadful, and I forgot that first home game was not played in the Superdome. So yeah, they've uh, and they won that one, and they yeah they 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 beat the only hell, gave up three points, but yeah they beat the hell out of Green Bay. But since then, uh, the least amount of points they've given up at home has been 27, and they did that three times. They've given up 27 three times, and they gave up 31 to Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. So let's so let's just say, for example, Miami does get to 27. That trend continues. Do I really want to take an under with a team that might score 27 in a game? The answer is no. So I'm leaning towards the over, but I like Miami a lot more than the actual total. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, T-Train says Patriots have been awful at home this year, too. Yeah, that's absolutely, <laughs> that's absolutely true. Brad Crawford says, we need to close the borders. 
so we don't let the next train into the country. Uh, if you're going to do that, fucking, you need to close the or you need to close everything. You need to close. I heard, I heard Canada's going to pay for it. all of international travel. Uh, there you go, dog. So, <clears throat> just the borders. That ain't going to do it because the uh, trains are not arriving through the borders. They're arriving through airports. So you know we're just we're fucked. You, you, you're going to have to. And here's here's. You know, for all the stuff you hear about, you got to get the vaccine. That's the only way we got to get the vaccine, got to get the vaccine. They never talk about, hey, you got to get healthier. You can't get younger, but you can get healthier. And I feel like I kind of got lazy, Scott. I kind of like dropped the ball because I thought this was going to be, you know, nine months or so we'd be done with it. And all of a sudden it's But we were done with it briefly. And then we came back. We had a little nice, what, like two, three month gap there? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh. What was it, about May through July was great. Mm-hmm. Summer summer was cool. Yeah, no international flights. Yeah, I, if you want to get serious about it, Brad, I agree. And we will never do it. There's no political will. There's that's it's not practical. But that's exactly what you need to do. If you want to isolate your country, you fucking you shut it down. You close it down to everybody. But mm, ain't gonna happen. So you got to You got to You got to take your own. You got to take Probably. your own. Yeah, regardless of politics. Agree. That's. That politics has found its way into this is just, it's it's not good. It's it 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 clouds. I'll every, compromise. I'll everybody's take, judgment. I'll take one for the team. I'll travel to Vegas instead of Australia. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a, a serious commitment for 2022 because I'm always fucking around with it, eating healthier, getting a little exercise, but I always lose focus and go right back. But I'm convinced, dude. The only way to really ensure that I have a chance because. I've got a bullseye on my back. I'm an old fat man. That's exactly who it's fucking killing. It doesn't matter how many vaccines you've had, how many vaccines you're going to get, you're still in danger. So anyway, okay. So, that's, so what's your go? What's your go to? You're going to walk around the neighborhood. You're going to get a treadmill. What are you doing? I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk inside. I'm going to. I've got uh, some resistance bands. I'm going to start doing some uh, some some strength training. Once it gets nice, I'll start walking outside again. Main thing I got to adjust is is my diet. I just I'm too lazy about cooking easy food or getting easy food. I need more time to meal prep and things like that. So, uh, yep, shit ain't going away anytime soon. Agreed. Uh, do, 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 do. All right. So, Wait, so do we? Agree? I know you have some premium stuff on the game, but I do. Are we in agreement on whatever you can actually share? Um, I think I'm. I'm playing. My play of the day is Miami team total over. I don't okay. want. I'm not. I'm, and having said, I'm not afraid of the 37 and a half. I'm not. I am afraid of it when one team doesn't play good defense, and that has been and that has been the same so far. So I am going to, uh, I, for me, it's going to be over a pass as far as the total goes. Like I said, I do have a, a play on the side. I've got, my play of the day was the Dolphins team total over 20. It's now down to 19 and a half. I like it even better there. Um, I just, I just don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in fairly impressed with this Miami offense all of a sudden. Now they can't they've been, run. They've been decent. They can't run the football. They, they, they can't fucking run the football to save their life. But And I'm not over reacting to the Duke Johnson 100 something yards against the Jets. No. I'm, I'm not going to overreact. Oh, no, no, to that. no, no. So no. I do think the running game isn't great. No, I'm not even factoring that in. Two has been okay. Devontae Parker's back. So they got a weapon. Waddle should be playing in this one. So they have some weapons. I like the first half under because I do think Miami isn't a team that goes for quick strikes. They mostly rely on methodically matriculating the ball down the field. So mm-hmm. I do think you'll end up seeing a lot of long drives that take up seven, eight minutes. But that's why I like the first half under. I do think turnovers can be a huge factor where you might see Book 
throw a couple of really dumb interceptions once they're trailing and they have to throw. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm pretty impressed with the receiving core from Miami. All of a sudden, you've got Parker, Waddle, and, and Giuseppe. Not bad. you got two decent receivers. you got a good tight end. Uh, J.R. Black brings up a great point, and, it, and this is true. He says, remember, you can never outwork out your diet. Absolutely true, and it gets worse the older you get. I talked to my, my doctor, actually. I, I talked to him about it. And said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, start working out." And he goes, "You, you got to change your diet. You got to limit your calories and all that." So, G Money says, "I'm vegan, but I've carried, I've gained weight, Oreos and COVID." Dude, I was vegan for two years, and I lost a little bit, but I found, I found myself eating too many empty calories, like for snacks, because there's a lot of good shit that's that's still vegan, like you know, all your potato chips and your sweet stuff. A lot of that is is vegan as well. So, yeah. Just like you, G Money, uh, I, I was a vegan. Didn't mind it. I'm not a big red meat guy. I like a burger. Um, never been a big steak guy, um, but I like uh, you know. I don't, I don't, anyway, I like pork. Um, sorry, bud, but uh, live in Henderson, Nevada. Only leave the apartment for groceries, booze, and to put more cash in my accounts. I'm in order. I haven't been in a grocery store since COVID started. I, I doubt if I ever go back because everything I get, I get fucking delivery. I either go to Target. To uh, High V, which is a grocery store chain here, or Aldi, which is like the cheap grocery store with the uh, the bargain prices, kind of an offshoot of uh, of um, oh, you know the what's the what's the frou frou came from California, the market that everybody goes to. Dude. The what? Oh, uh, the the frou frou market. Whole Foods? What, no, what are you about Whole Foods. Not quite. Uh, not quite Whole Foods, but. Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's, yeah. Aldi is owned by the same people that own Trader Joe's. So they have a lot of like bargain off-brand shit in there. So vegan for four years now. Yep, so many vegan junk food, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, no shit. Um, all right, so let's talk about the uh, what else we got to bet on tonight. So yeah, I think you and I are agreement on this. And as far as the total goes, it's going to be over or pass. Um, if you want to take New Orleans at home because you think the line is short and you want to try to fade the public, have fun betting a fourth string quarterback yeah. it could happen yeah. they could win but i'm not doing it all right very good uh i'll put money on your weight loss progress that's you know there's some sites that do like gambling on weight loss like if you 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 pay a certain amount of money and if you lose the weight you say you're going to if you hit all your goals you actually make money and i'm thinking about doing it because you know me dude i like money i like fucking earning money so uh there you go um. Yeah, fourth string quarterback tonight. I have no. I have no interest in that. Um. But uh, they're gonna they're gonna run Kamara. They're gonna try to throw Kamara out of the backfield. Uh. Like I said on my play of the day, if if you if I know that and you know that, good chance Miami knows it as well. I think they're gonna be able to d up Syracuse. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Scott and I are split on that. Bryce, I like Brown with the but points. We like, I think, the, we like the over. Yeah. as our favorite play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're split on the side. We do like that. We do think there's going to be some points. Um, I think it's a few too many. I think nine and a half is, is too many for Brown. Ninja says Dolphins and the over. Uh, no NBA. I've I've stayed away from the NBA as far as my plays go for a couple of weeks now. The the COVID is. There. Well, we got to talk about it. I know. It's, it's I know. the only thing left to talk about. I understand. So. I understand. We're going to do it. We'll start off. Fuck. We'll go right down the board. We'll see how many we can get to. Let's start off with the Houston Charlotte game. Um, and of course, you got to start off with, of course, the injury list. Who's in? Who's out? Houston going to be missing um, a couple guys. Not a not a ton of uh, of of 
big time players. Garrison Matthews, DG Augustine is out. Uh, one quarantine. A one... couple of questionable tags though on Porter and Green. So yeah. keep tabs on those. It looks like Green maybe missed totals two thirty four. I I don't care how big the total is. Give me the over. This game could get into the two fifties. It wouldn't surprise me. I just expect a lot of points. These teams played earlier this season. That game went into overtime. Landed I think like two seventy. Give me the over. I think neither of these teams play defense. If either team gets a stop, they'll have a parade. So give me the over. This game, both teams could easily get into the 120s. Have to like the over in the spot. Yeah, it's you know, you went from Charlotte playing horrible defense to playing a little better last two games. Give up 112 to Utah, 107 to Denver. Those are encouraging signs. They've covered each of those. This has not been a this has not been a good road trip for Houston as that so often has been the case this season. They started off with a nice win over Detroit and then have absolutely shit the bed in their last three, last five have gone over the total. Yeah, I'm not buying the new look Charlotte defense. This is this is a terrible defense. We know it in our hearts. Uh, I'm with you on the over. Uh, as far as this as far as the side goes. I think just to save time, instead of just going through sides and totals, I'll yeah. just briefly say my favorite play on the individual games. All right. It's either Charlotte or pass. I don't exactly want to back a team that's 3-16 and 16 on the highway. Okay. But when the first meeting this season landed at 289 and you only had 19 points in overtime, that means the game was flying over. So I'm not expecting to see that big of an improvement on defense. I have to like the over in that game. Fair enough. Hey, let's do this. We have, we we haven't we got one we got queued up and we haven't talked about this game yet, Scott. Let's find out who didn't piss us off yesterday. There was plenty of that, but we're gonna find out who disappointed it in today's edition of I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. So, Scott, this was a uh, this was a play that I had. I had the Chargers, and I had I. Great closing line value, buddy. I had the Chargers minus uh, nine and a half. Went to twelve and a half against the three and eleven Houston Texans. Uh, how'd that end up, buddy? I can't remember. They lost outright by, by double digits. Twelve points. My God, you talk about a letdown spot. You know, you thought the Chargers would have a little something for them. Houston was missing everybody. Everybody, Scott, from a team that wasn't very good to start with. And they were down multiple players. Of course, you know, the Chargers were missing Eckler and they had some they had some players out as well. But you got an excuse for this? Any 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 rhyme or reason to that game? Was that the biggest disappointment? Other than Pittsburgh uh, not showing up, was that the biggest disappointment yesterday? Uh well, I was going to say that the defense was awful. I know Bosa was out. Of course, he's their best pass rusher, but I think it goes back to the point that I have made all year long, which is Brandon Staley was the preseason favorite to win coach of the year. And I could tell second game of the season when he started trying to score touchdowns instead of kicking a game-winning field goal, no time left. I don't think he's a good coach. In fact, I think he's a terrible coach. And people try to swear by him because he's supposed to be the next McVay because he's this youngster who uses analytics and he's supposed to be good. I don't think he's a good coach. So I'm not exactly surprised that the Chargers and no show to game they should win because I don't think they're a well coached team. Not good, not good at all. Is that yeah. harsh? Well, that's fair. I mean, it is. I, mean, I don't know where else you lay the blame. I mean, okay, so he's a great X's and O's coach. Although you and I certainly agree that that may not be the case. 
But so much about being an NFL coach is getting your team up and ready and motivated and get them to put that last loss in the rearview mirror. Yeah, they did none of that. Just absolutely went to Houston. They expected they were just going to throw their helmets in the, in the, on the field and win the game, and that wasn't the fucking way it worked at all as Houston pretty much you figured took after care of business. You figured after you pushed the number one seed in the AFC to overtime in a game that you arguably should have won oh, yeah. because of all the missed fourth down conversions, et cetera. And you figure after that, it was on Thursday as well, so you have the extra prep time, you'd be fine. And I can't even say that it was because Eckler was out because Justin Jackson looked really good. Herbert was awful. The defense was useless. And Staley's team just wasn't ready to go. Yep, absolutely true. Uh, Bryce Bryce uh, says, happy holidays to you guys. Thanks for all the great advice and knowledge. Well, hey, man, we do our best. We have a blast doing it. Hope you guys have fun listening to it. Tony Starks, Iron Man. I am Iron Man. Likes Boston the first half on the money line tonight, Scott. Uh, I can understand why you feel that way because Minnesota's missing a bunch of guys. Mm -hmm. However, Tatum was just put into virus protocol, which means you might want to wait until right before game time in case somebody else doesn't also end up on that list an hour before the game. Yeah. For a player prop, I like Jalen Brown over for points because with Tatum out of the lineup, Brown's probably going to shoot the ball, what, 25 times? Yeah, let's run through that list. They don't have many guys when Tatum's out of the lineup. Uh, Tatum's out. Smart is questionable. Cantor's probable. He's coming out of quarantine. Uh, Schroeder's out. Horford is probable. Uh, Grant Williams. In other words, Brown's going to take 25 shots. Yeah. So if you like player props... He might go for forty. Yeah, and if you're in the and if you're in you're in the uh, in the camp that Minnesota has no chance without Cat, I certainly I just certainly can't agree with it too much as he's been. That also involves laying out. points with the Celtics on the road, mm-hmm. which is never a fun time. Yeah, uh, first half. I, yeah, if you're gonna play that, I'm, I'm okay with the first half. I like. Uh, I, I see a question though from John Cena. Uh, he wants to know if the over for Kamara receiving yards is a lock or not. Uh, I definitely don't know what to expect from a fourth-string rookie quarterback, but you assume a bunch of dump-off passes to the running back. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. What do you got for what do you got for a number there? I'm BOLs having a hard time loading that loading that up. I'm guessing we're somewhere in the. 40s. I'm gonna I'm gonna check right now. My question my question for you on that: Do you prefer receiving yards or receptions? Uh, I'm okay with what I want to know what the numbers are. I'm I'm okay with yards. I'm assuming it's going to be in the 40s. Does that sound Does that sound reasonable? I would assume it would be higher. You think, but, you think higher? Uh, let me. Ch- I'd assume with Kamara, it's probably. If I had to guess, I would say 52 and a half. Pure guess. So now it's for the moment of truth. Uh, it is. I was not even close. It's 26 and a half. Oh yeah, then I'll take the over. I mean, I don't know how you don't like the over on the 26 and a half. Yep. For 20, Kamara? Cena seeing 23 and a half? Oh, fucking loaded up. Loaded up. Who else? I mean, I took a guess of 40 something. That that's that's ridiculous. You said 50. I said 40 something. Uh, yeah, sorry. I figured I figured they would at least realize Kamara's the only weapon this team has. Yeah. But okay, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh over. Yep, absolutely. Uh 23 and a half, 26 and a half. Yeah, any of that. Anything anything south of 30? Fuck yeah. Absolutely load up. On I agree. Uh, G Money said he's thrilled that Cam Newton's been terrible this season. Uh, welcome to the club. Are you you're are you happy about that? Yeah. Why? I I've we've gone through this before. I've never liked Cam Newton. I think he's an overrated quarterback and he shouldn't be in the league. So, you know. 
take it a little whatever. Bit, you take it a little bit personal. I don't, I don't, I don't wish for anybody's demise. Well, unless they're I, an it's asshole. It's not a matter of wishing for the demise. It's a matter of like me. Ben Roethlisberger. That breaks my heart. Not at all. The guy's a. It's a matter the guy's of a me dick. going. I didn't go out on a limb, but I said straight up. Even last year with New England, he shouldn't be in the league because he can't play the game anymore, and yet he's still hanging around. So it's more just the fact that I went public and said he's going to be terrible. So now I get to pat myself on the back. Yeah, the uh, that's mostly the the reason why. That, the, I mean, it's not exactly. You don't need these asbestos gloves for that hot take. You you look at Cam Newton play last year and go, "Wow, oh, he's not very good." Now oh, there you go. That's that's earth shattering. We, we we were surprised. Uh, G Money, you mentioned the press conference. I fell off on Cam Newton when he didn't dive on the fumble in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Rick Ruler says, "Yeah, ask your doctor about Adderall." Um, I don't like speed. I I. I it's just I'm a little. It makes me a little too jumpy. Plus, I have a hard time coming down at night. I used to uh, certainly did my my share of uppers, both legal and not so legal. But uh, yeah, that's. I think I'm just gonna have to do it the old fashioned way. But um, I don't get me wrong. I love Adderall, man. When you're when you're cooking, when you're cooking, I know you're doing Adderall in college, constant stay up for exams or anything. I was always a Red Bull guy. Red Bull, yeah. I have, I have a decent amount of friends who were, have been on Adderall and everything for studying. I never needed it. Give me an energy drink. I'm good to go. All right, fair enough. Uh, Eula Foster in the house. Fellas, what's up? Eula, good to see you around. Uh, Cam's is there to collect a check. Yeah, man, he's certainly collecting that at that point. He is a That's pe- the problem, though, because he got paid. He was he, Yeah, he didn't have a job. You know, it was all set up. Everyone knew he was bad, and then Carolina decided, you know what we should do? Let's pay this guy $12 million to be terrible. People from Carolina were so excited too, man. If, if you read, it Pan- was so stupid. If you read Panthers Twitter and I, you know, they have a great fan base, man. They have a really passionate fan base and they've he had, had one good game against Arizona. And I believe he had what? 15 passing yards in the game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was it. Not good. He can't play. Zewa Carter in the house. What's up, Memon? Good to have you, man. Uh, said once the Bears went for two points for the win, just to prove Russell Wilson sucked and can't drive him down the field for the win. Nope, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it at all. This is just a hapless drive there with uh, about a minute left for Seattle. I thought they'd have a shot to kick the field. The truth goal, is, yeah, not, not I don't so think much. it had anything to do with Russell Wilson and the weather. I think it had to do with Nagy, win or lose. I think he knows he might get fired anyway. Yeah. So I think he just decided 2021 analytics. Let's go for two. I think he just made the approach so he can argue that he's trying to do something progressive. Yeah, he's still that was my opinion. Still drawing breath. Um, is, that a hot take or, is that a hot take or no? Yeah. I just think Nagy was trying to do something that he could explain that would make him seem competent by going for two there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, all right. A couple other NBA plays here before we get rocking, buddy. I'm tempted by the Nets. Tempted by the Nets of another... Yep, we looked at that for a little bet the farm play there. Nets on the road laying three and a half. That sounds like a sure shot to riches. Explain yourself, sir. Well, the Clippers, we know, obviously without Kawhi, they had to rely heavily on Paul George. And shocker, Paul George got injured again because he gets injured every year. So he's not going to play. Reggie Jackson is either out or potentially questionable. We'll say doubtful, just to meet in the middle but it doesn't seem like he's guaranteed to play by any means. Marcus Morris, also questionable. The Nets just beat the Lakers. I know the Lakers aren't very good, 
but it was in the Staples Center, so there's no travel involved. They're already in Los Angeles. Harden's playing, so they got the best player on the court. They have a decent depth. Patty Mills has been really good. But look at the Clippers' projected lineup. It's awful with all the people that are potentially out. The Nets still have some semblance of a team, even with their COVID issues. Give me the Nets. Three and a half seems a little bit short. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not feeling these COVID games, Scott. I'm just, I'm just not. When you, when you're missing half your team, it, it's so much of it comes down to the chemistry of who's left and who's playing together. Uh, Nets destroyed the Lakers in the yeah. same building. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Destroyed is a stretch. They destroyed them for three quarters. Then they almost choked the whole thing away, but they held on in the end. Okay. Uh, I like the over in that game. I, and I know that, uh, I know the Clippers haven't been scoring much lately, but, uh, I'm, I'm staying away from the over. I, I mentioned the Clippers lineup. I just don't know where they're going to get the points from. How about Alvin Kamara over 59 and a half receiving rushing combined? Is that right? That can't be. Right. I think that the saints are going to have to treat him like the bears treated David Montgomery yesterday, where even if he's struggling, you have to give him the ball at least 20-something times. You don't have a choice. I agree. Like, you have to give him the ball that many times. From what I see right now, I see Kamara rushing is 59.5. Receiving is 26.5. And And if you want the combo, I see Kamara 90.5 for rushing receiving. Okay. At least that's what I see. I don't hate any Kamara props over because I don't know what else they're going to do with the ball. I expect to see them try to get uh, their quarterback book into some space because he could run a little bit. So maybe some option plays, but that's what they're already doing with Taysom Hill. Yeah. So I'm just assuming Kamara has to be the entire safety valve for this team. Yep. Agreed. All right, let's do it. Uh, Nathan Turner says now is the time to strike and strike hard. Uh, don't know what that means. NBA, I assume. Could be. Could Bowling. Be. What, what's your favorite NBA play for today, Rochelle? Uh, the over. In the Rockets Hornets game. Okay. And I really just don't know how you avoid taking the over. Well, there is there is one more that we, we like as well. So let's get to that, shall we? Yep. You ready? All right. So we've been uh, we, we we rags to riches, buddy, or riches to rags as we were we were cruising and now we've uh, hit a little bit of a, a dry patch on our farm play, but it's time to fire it up again. You guys ready? Let's get to it. Let's find out uh who we are going to take to get us back on the winning side of the equation. Once again, it's time to put on your straw hats, climb aboard your John Deere, fire that bad boy up, put your money in the middle, and bet that farm. All right, very good. We're going to take a look in the NBA with our farm play for tonight. Scott, we are going to take a look at the San Antonio Spurs catching Seven and a half. Now, the Spurs, they have been on an offensive tear lately, averaging 123.7 points per game over their last seven. They've won three straight, and they are five and two straight up and against the spread in those seven games. The Utah Jazz, meanwhile, Scott, not a good cover team at all. At least lately, they have failed to cover in five straight, and in that stretch, they've given up 114.7 points per game. That doesn't sound like a ton, but that is a ton for a usually very solid Utah defense. And finally, the little cherry on top of our Bet the Farm Sunday. 
Best player on the Utah Jazz, without question, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, good news, no COVID. Bad news, back problems. Didn't cover with, didn't travel with the team. He will be out for this one. Scott, it's too many points. We like the San Antonio Spurs plus the seven and a half against the Utah Jazz. It's really tough not to like a team that's getting seven and a half when they've scored at least 138 points in each of their last two games. We mentioned Utah's defensive issues during the last couple of games. I do think San Antonio, it'll be a track meet game. You should see a lot of points. But seven and a half without your best player does seem like a lot to cover. Yep, agreed. John Cena says he's betting his house on Kamara. I don't I don't disagree with that. J.R. Black, great show again, fellas. Thanks, buddy. And Nathan Cerna, best line of the day, said the, agree, the Jazz couldn't cover themselves with a warm blanket at the moment. That's a beautiful thing right there. Think it'll go over, Scott? 235, ton of points. Yeah. Think it'll go over? I, I think both teams can get into the 120s. I think it'll be close. But I do think this total, even though it seems high, look at the numbers for these teams the last couple of games. You'll suddenly think this number's not so high. Yep. Agreed. All right. There you go, guys. That's Monday in the can. Hey, uh, if you want more of us, we're going to be eh, about 45 minutes or so. We need to get our shit together here. And then we're going to be doing our three bowl game previews for the whatever Wednesday games. Of course, we got all the Tuesday bowl games already up there. Make sure you check those out. We will try to do them before the games get canceled. Yes. Yes. We, we always like to work really hard and get our bowl previews up and then only to have them canceled. So yep. we'll, we'll see how that uh, see how that works out. Barry says, love you guys. Love you too, guys. And we love our fans. It's, it's a great time. Best job in the world. So with that being said, let's go win some money tonight, kids. Thanks very much for tuning us in. Don't forget to check us out each and every day. Check out my pal Chris King and Jim Williams over there doing their thing. 1.30 p.m. Eastern time as they uh, bet the parlays. And, uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. Let's make some money tonight, all right? And we will uh, we'll see you next time as Scott and I, once again, will attempt to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you later.